Hey guys, I'm Rhea Fry, best-selling author, business owner, wife, mother, but most of all, I'm a human. And I'm Joe Tower, entrepreneur, producer, editor, husband, son, and I am also a human. As writers, we're always digging behind the story of publishing, ego, process, to get to the deeper truth of who we are and why we're here. While we're still pursuing that mission of the Right Way podcast, we wanted a platform where we could talk about being writers as well as being human. Now we'll be spending each episode talking with real people about real shit. This is the real story. Hey everyone, welcome back to a solo episode of the Real Story Podcast. I have been dying to record this podcast. So I have just returned from a 15-day road trip where I traveled to 12 different states, one country, And I went from family time to solo time to ending my trip in community with other women and other writers. Now, when I booked this trip, we decided to book this trip over Sophie's fall break. And back during the pandemic, I wanted to take a massive road trip out west by myself. And for a million different reasons, it kind of didn't didn't fall into alignment, didn't pan out. But I really love road trips versus flying. (laughs) And here's why. When I'm on the road, I feel like I am so connected to my environment. I am very grounded, literally, in being able to watch the landscapes, have my mind wander. We have done a ton of road trips um, in our marriage and uh, during Sophie's life, our daughter's life. She's 10 and she has gone on numerous, numerous road trips. And so for this road trip, um, we kind of just winged it. So as I am learning more about my human design, and if you haven't listened to that episode on human design, what that is and how it can benefit you, please check out my episode with best my best friend and human design expert, Nikki McFadden, such a fun, useful tool. But as I'm learning more about my design, I decided with this trip that I was going to take the reins and just book everything. And so I lightly booked things and we hit the road on a Sunday and we drove to Cincinnati, stayed the night and got up the next day and drove to Niagara Falls. Um, I have never been to Niagara Falls. I've never seen Niagara Falls. And it was truly spectacular. But while we were there, we decided to cross the border. And we looked at it both from the New York side and the Canadian side. I've never been to Canada. I've always wanted to go to Canada. And we got just this little like slice of Canada. And it was so fun for my daughter because she hasn't yet been out of the country. And it was just really fun to literally walk across and be in another country. So from there, we decided on a whim to just keep driving. And we went to Syracuse and stayed the night, booked another place. (laughs) Good thing about tech. That is one good thing about technology, just looking things up and pressing a button and booking it and making it happen. So we stayed the night in Syracuse, and then the next day, we drove all the way to Burlington, Vermont. And we got to go um, all through New York, and specifically through the Adirondacks, where we immediately lost Wi-Fi. 
And thanks to my father and growing up in the 80s and 90s, he taught me very early how to read and use an atlas. So I had an atlas with us. And I have to tell you, it was one of my favorite parts of the trip in just figuring it out on an atlas. That's one skill set that we do not have or take to heart these days is, is how to navigate not relying on technology. So I got us safely all the way, you know, to where we needed to go. But then we, as we came out of the Adirondacks, we had to put our car on a ferry and ride from New York over to Vermont, which was so fun. My daughter was like, what? We're putting this car on a ferry. And we got over to Burlington, Vermont and had a lovely like three days there. So this is where the trip kind of splits and where I really listened to myself and what I needed versus what I had planned out. So before I planned this trip, I had a friend who was going to be with her her family in Manhattan. And then she wanted to do um, go to Ithaca and Hudson River Valley and um, Lake Canandaiga and just do some cool like you know, I don't know, checking out those places. And initially I was like, yes, let's do it. But when we were going out on our trip, we passed all of those places. So once we were all the way out in Burlington, Vermont, we were going to have to leave very soon um, after we got there. And Alex, who drove us the whole whole way, was going to have to backtrack five hours um, to come back to New York. And cumulatively, it was going to be 15 extra hours in the car before I needed to get to Rhode Island for my writer's retreat. So on our last day in Burlington, I really got this download for us to go to Stowe, Vermont, which is a place I've always heard about. I know it's very touristy in terms of skiers and snowboarders, but I just wanted to see a quintessential Vermont town. So we drove the 30, 40 minutes to Stowe, and the moment we set foot in Stowe, I number one, just fell madly in love. It was like every fantasy I've ever had about my perfect little town come to life. And I found this place called the Field Guide Lodge to stay in. It was so freaking cool. And the people there were amazing. And when we got there, we were only going to have one night before we had to drive all the way back to New York. Alex was tired. He'd been driving the whole time from Nashville. It's over a thousand miles. And so... Even though it was such a tough decision, I called my friend up and was just like, hey, I want to sit still and stay here and then just drive straight to Rhode Island, which was only, you know, four hours away from from my destination. It just did not make sense to backtrack and have 15 extra hours. I really upset her and I feel terrible about that, but it was one of those situations where I had to honor what I was feeling, and I wanted to stay put. And as a result of that, so Alex and Sophie stayed. We ended up, they ended up extending their trip a couple days, and we just explored this amazing, amazing environment. The air was fresh. You could walk everywhere. I literally, my entire trip walked six to eight miles a day without even trying, having the fresh mountain air. The foliage is unlike anything I've ever seen in my life. And they decided to hit the road on Saturday. So we had done all of this, like 12 states, 
thousand miles, one country in six days, truly six days. I mean, it was, it was kind of unbelievable. And so they decided, you know, they had to get back. So he had to go back to school. And when they left, I lost it and was so upset. I cried like I haven't cried in years. And it dawned on me that when I am at home, as most of us are, you are on autopilot. You are getting shit done and, you know, taking care of logistics and to-dos and all of that. And there's very little room for true emotion um, because you're going through the motions. So there isn't much room for emotion. And I noticed on this trip, I hit the highest highs. Um, we had such amazing quality time together as a family. You know, I was so proud of my daughter on her trip out there. There was no screen. She had no iPad, no computer, no movies or anything. We actually loaded up Audible with Roll Doll books, which she loves. And she listened to audiobooks the entire way there. So when we got to all of these cute little towns, she rushed to all the local bookstores, which were, again, like something out of my fantasy, talked to the local booksellers and bought all of the Roald Dahl collections. And this is a total side note, but when we were in Burlington, she went into this adorable bookstore called Phoenix Books, and she walked up to the bookseller and she was like, excuse me, do you have any Rhea Fry books? She's my mama. And I swear to God, <laughs> I got flooded with emotion. So when they left, we had just had such a fun time spending actual time together, being in the present moment, not planning anything out and just kind of going where where we wanted to go and what we felt like doing. And so I was just devastated when they left and was like, I don't think I can do this. And I realized instantly when they left that I do not know how to be with myself. And that's just a really heavy statement. And in, in thinking through that, do you know how to be with yourself without the distraction of texting and phone calls and social media and emails and work? Can you take yourself out to dinner? Can you walk around without having a goal in mind? Uh, can you sit in a, a place, a home, a hotel, wherever at night without watching TV or a movie and just be with yourself? So I decided to use the four or five days that I had solo time and and just learn to kind of reacclimate and get to know myself again. I did take myself out for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I walked and discovered all new places. I let myself come home to myself, my emotions, my thoughts, my feelings, what it felt like to be in my body, to be in my mind, and not have anyone else to rely on. And it's been a really long time since I've allowed myself to do that in a new place that isn't, you know, like going and doing a staycation at home. It, it just was completely different. So another cool aspect of my trip is, you know, when Alex and Sophie left, I did not have a car. And in Stowe, there is nowhere to rent a car. It's a very tiny town. I would have had to go back to Burlington, go to the airport, rent a car. So I found an amazing company called Amride. And for not that much more than renting a car, I got a driver. <laughs> they sent me a female driver, which was amazing. 
showed up right at the field guide lodge when I left on um, a Tuesday. And she drove me all the way to South Kingstown, Rhode Island. And we got to go through um, New Hampshire and Massachusetts and then arrived in Rhode Island. And so as I completed my solo time, I entered, I I got um, to my friend's house, the retreat house for this writer's retreat uh, a couple of days early. So I kind of got to integrate and and prepare myself for being in communion with other and being in community with other women. And the retreat was just amazing, though it was quote unquote a writer's retreat. It really honestly changed my entire trajectory with what I want to do for work and money going forward. And this is a huge, dramatic, life-altering shift So Vanessa Lilly, um, amazing thriller writer and our retreat host, had this gorgeous house in, you know, blanketed in three acres uh, right by um, a lake and there's walking trails and a hot tub and a pool. And I had my own, she put me downstairs. So I had my own bathroom and bedroom and it walked right onto, you know, out into where the hot tub was. And when I got there, she had all of these little amazing, you know, like treats and accoutrements in in the room, but on everybody's bed, she had this journal called Manifest. One of the most beautiful books I've ever seen. Um, It has amazing illustrations and writing prompts and just all about manifesting your dreams, which I'm, of course, very into. But as I looked at this book, this was my, my first night there. Um, and it was late, but I was going through it. And it's a 22-year-old who decided to self-publish this in Australia. And she's come up with subsequent journals and books and Oracle decks. And in that moment, I got hit like, like a, a truly a lightning bolt of what I want to do going forward. And so for a lot of you guys who listen to this podcast, you know, I've mentioned briefly in the past, I was a personal trainer for 15 years. I co-owned a gym. I worked as a nutrition expert for a long time. And when Alex and I first met, you know, he was a chef for a very long time. And when we first met, we started a food blog called Clean Convenient Cuisine. And we used to collaborate all the time with writing and food. And it was so fun. And we were so in sync, in alignment, and on path to really build something and create something. We actually created these bars called Fit Bars before the healthy, you know, protein bar craze even hit the market. This was like before Kind Bars. We used to make that kind of stuff. And when I got pregnant, we let all of that stuff fall away in favor of following a more not traditional path, but just more of like a sure thing, money-making path. Alex went and got the W-2 job. I was training clients and then transitioned into kind of writing books and helping authors. And we just buried that. But that's always been there. When Alex and I talk and what I learned during this retreat is that the things I am most interested in talking about are not writing books and it's not helping authors even. It's about living the healthiest version of your life that you can. And that doesn't just mean physical, 
your mental well-being, all different healing modalities, and really just this concept of coming home to yourself, learning how to be in your body and be with yourself and be who you are. So I had this kind of aha moment about what I wanted to do. And um, I have been, I think I've mentioned it on this podcast, but I have been toying with, you know, returning to nonfiction and had this idea. I did a podcast on it called Are You Super Conscious? But this idea of being super conscious. And when I was holding this manifest book in my hands, I immediately like did a little video of it and sent it to Alex and was like, this is what we are going to do with our lives. We want to run monthly super conscious retreats where we are focused on breath work, like true breath work journeys where you are releasing, where you are moving energy, releasing things, and really going through that journey in your body, which is one of the most powerful, powerful healing modalities anyone can possibly do. So primal screaming, human design, which teaches you to just be okay with who you are and start using all of your assets, what you look at as flaws, using it to your advantage to live the best version of your life that you can. So breathwork, human design, animal-based cooking. I know that sounds crazy, but really learning about what nourishes your body, learning to eat real amazing food, playing with circadian rhythms and getting us back to light exposure at the beginning of the day and really diminishing and reducing the light pollution at night. One-on-one coaching. What do you want to call in? What do you want to let go of? Doing yoga, primal screaming, which I've also talked about on this podcast, really cultivating these sacred containers for people to come home to themselves. And as I was kind of like putting this all together and thinking about all the different things we could do, I had something drop in that was was so crazy that it was validated by our retreat host who sent me a message um, after this tarot card reading. But the tarot card reader told her that this retreat house that we stayed in should really be a spiritual container for men. And I have always said, the the first time I did primal screaming, I was like, where is this for men? Men need to do this. I've even said that on this podcast. And so we are going to run these retreats primarily for men. Men need to learn how to be in their bodies, to be in their emotions, to be not what society says that they should be, but just being with themselves and allowing that release and processing and integration to happen and being cared for and being vulnerable and feeling safe. And it just kind of all came together because it's an area that Alex can fully step into his power as a coach and a guide and a mentor where I can really hold space. We're going to bring in Nikki, who does human design and yoga and sound healing. That's another thing we're going to offer. And we have a space to be able to do this in Rhode Island, which is so exciting. And we can also do it in, in Nashville. But it just became so crystal clear. And we're going to use the Superconscious book to kind of cultivate a workbook for these retreats, for writing prompts and protocols for breathing and recipes and human design. And 
as I started to kind of think through this, it just lit me up like a Christmas tree um, because this is the stuff that I talk about. So (laughs) during this retreat, I was not there as a guide. I ended up introducing everybody. Vanessa already knew about it, but everybody that was there had not heard of human design. So we went down that rabbit hole and then we did a breathwork journey. Vanessa had um, this amazing woman from Emergence Gardens come in and take us through a breathwork journey that was 30 minutes. And everybody was like, what just happened? I felt, you know, I do breathwork every day, but to feel, I felt this like, I had this really dark energy that day and I almost didn't feel well and was getting like really worried because I felt a little chilled and just extremely tired. During that 30 minutes, I moved whatever it was through and out of my body. So talking about breath work, talking about health and wellness, we did cold and um, hot therapy. That's another thing we are going to offer in the super conscious retreats is really learning to play with hot and cold therapy and seeing how medicinal that is to your body. Um, So the whole time, I mean, we got no writing done (laughs) during this writer's retreat, but it was such a reminder of the path that I want to follow going forward really being on this spiritual journey, leading by example, which is part of my human design. It's not being in the trenches and executing other people's work. It is leading by example and having other people kind of come in and be like, ooh, what are you doing? I want to do this. And while I can still do that with writing and I'm going to follow my writing journey, I am so clear on the path that I want going forward. So when I came back, which was... You know, it's always so tough to come back and reintegrate into daily life. But I came back and again, another download clear as day. We want to buy a house in Vermont, kind of close to Stowe. I mean, you need like $16 million to buy a house in Stowe. But um, one of these little like outlier beautiful towns in Vermont. And we're going to get a place where with some land where we can maybe buy five of the tiny homes. You know, we already have two of them, but buy these containers and run retreats for people when they want to come. And, you know, our our main goal with retreats, because I've done a shit ton of retreats. And what I always find is when you go home, it's kind of like out of sight, out of mind. And you often don't integrate the tools that you learn there into daily life. This is all about daily life. So, you know, if you need extra coaching, if, you know, you loved the breath work and want to work with Alex on the breath work, you can do that. You can do it virtually. You can work with Nikki for human design and go deeper. You could work with me for coaching and really figuring out what it is you want to call in and let go of in your life. Um, But, I am just so aligned and so sure of the path going forward. And, you know, it's been really interesting running my company because it's been such a blessing. And I'm I'm so grateful to have worked on so many people's projects. But it is, as I've said explicitly time and time again, it is such a an exchange of energy that can go on for three months, six months, nine months, 12 months, indefinitely. And I am carrying that person's expectations and goals. And a lot of my job actually is managing expectations. And what I love about doing workshops and retreats is inviting people into our space and then releasing them back 
into their world. And nothing has ever felt better or more exciting to me than doing that. So I would like to know, would you be interested in joining a super conscious retreat if you are a man? Um, we are also, of course, going to offer them for women, but we would also love to offer them for couples. There is so much that you can do, especially human design wise. It's the best couples therapy you will ever have because you can stop shooting all over your partner. Like you should do this or why don't you do this? Because you, you come to fundamentally understand how each other is designed. The same can be said for couples breathing. There is nothing that is more proactive and productive than sitting with your partner and learning to breathe with them. It's one of the most intimate things that you can do and doing the screaming together and the hot and cold therapy and the yoga and just all of the things. So if you are interested, we please reach out. We have just purchased superconsciousretreats.com. We are going to try to launch um, a beta, you know, first um, retreat in January in Rhode Island, if not before. We might do some maybe like a little one day workshops here in Nashville before then. But I would love, love, love to hear from you. If you are indeed interested, you can reach out to me directly. Rhea, R-E-A at rightwayco.com, W-R-I-T-E-W-A-Y-C-O.com. Tell me if this is something you would be into. If your husband or partner, if you think that they need something like this, if you want something like this, if you want to get some girlfriends together um, and really learn to come home to yourself. As I was on this trip, really thinking about, because I, I took two weeks off of work, really thinking about the work I want to do in the world and the legacy that I want to leave and just being able to travel and get through it, uh, not getting run down, not getting sick, um, and just going from place to place to place to place and, you know, not always getting the best sleep. And it really made me realize that the lifestyle that I've cultivated, that Alex has cultivated, that we've cultivated as a family has served us and is serving us in so many ways. And I just want to share that with people. I want to help them live their most optimized lives and do it in a way that's not trendy and do it in a way that isn't salesy or pushy, but is doable on a daily basis. So if interested, please reach out. As always, thank you guys so much. If you would take the time to please rate this podcast to write a little review to share it uh, with anyone that you think might be interested. We would be so grateful. Until next week. Thanks for listening to Right Way Presents The Real Story. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and comment. And for more information on The Real Story and Right Way, visit rightwayco.com.